the dimly lit basement studio in the middle of America, it's the Pop Culture Nation Podcast. Hello and welcome to Pop Culture Nation, episode 25. I'm Matt. I'm Mark. And I'm Ben. And we're here today to once again have a little conversation. Got some news and notes for you today. Okay. Uh, this one, first one happened a couple days ago, but I thought it was worth, in, the, in the, today's landscape, I thought it was worth mentioning uh, Richard Donner passing away. Yeah, yeah. Pretty big time director. Yeah, he did a lot of things. And a lot of 60s television shows, too. Yeah, yeah. He, Prior I, to. I, I learned that he had, uh, he directed the uh, Nightmare at 20,000 Feet episode yeah, yeah. of uh, Twilight Zone. Which yeah, one of the more famous I'd, ones. I'd never heard that before. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> he also did Gilligan's Island. So, <laughs> the other podcast, uh, Cinema Spin, we've we 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 had just done a Richard Donner movie. So, if we contributed to his death, I'm sorry. Well, yeah, you did the Omen. Yeah, because we did um, Gorky Park, and then Michael Apted died right after that. So, oh. I don't know if we're contributing to the death of Hollywood's great directors <laughs> or not. I hope not. Conspiracy theories. I'll be on another podcast. Yeah, one more happens, and I'm yeah. gonna be a little freaked out. Um. Yeah, so, no. you know, he's got that legacy of, you know, having done Superman, which, you know, that paved the way for kind of what everything else that's going on today sure. with your, uh, your superheroes. Superhero films, yeah. I, I was thinking that 89 Batman was kind of the, the beginning of it all, but I think you gotta, no. you got to go back to Superman, even though there yeah. was kind of a big lull between Superman craze and, right. and the Batman craze. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I like Superman. Don't get me wrong, but uh, I think I'm more inclined to go with uh, the 1989 Batman is really kicking it off. Mm-hmm. Well, I think it, I think the Superman did show that it was you could take a character based on a cartoon, a, a kid character, and make a major motion picture out of it that made a lot of money. And there was discussion about making a Batman film way back too, but they just didn't have the technology to pull it. They, they put sure. the technology to pull off Superman. I guess they could have pulled off. You know, Batman, there, there was a long time. You know, it was believed that. That was kitty material and didn't belong in like cinema with, with right. other sure. things. But I mean, when I mean that ba- sounds like a ridiculous concept. By and it didn't help standards. that the '60s Batman kind of brought everything down too, as far as the idea of the character. Because when even they were talk about when they were making the '89 Batman, prior to Burton getting on board, people wanting to you know cast Bill Murray. As yeah, yeah. things like that, and, and the, famously, uh, yeah, or Chevy Chase was it? Um, I can't remember. Famously, um, Adam West wanted to do. Oh yeah, he was, he was all bent out of shape when. Yep. He, yeah. No, I'm just saying that once the Batman movie hit, you started seeing, and, and granted, most of them were not good, but you started <laughs> seeing a lot of other people start trying to uh, mimic that success, and they tried to adapt comic books, and largely unsuccessful. But yeah, it opened the door. Right. You had Dark Man, and then you know <laughs> the, the Phantom, and all those some of the ones that didn't work yeah. as well. Right. Yeah. But Shadow. Part of the part of the reason why I think you kind of maybe feel that way is after Superman, the next logical place to go was Batman. Right. And it took forever to develop that. That's movie. right. Right. I mean, there was just you know it could have been done ten years earlier, probably. Sure. Right. Yeah. I don't know. You're right. That's I don't know if it was t- tied in legal issues or. I just think uh, it, a lot of groups went through it. You know, had yeah. had the rights, started to develop it. You know, development hell, as they say. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, there's still a grandeur about the original Superman, though. I mean, sure, the special effects are dated and all this kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, the first one I like a lot. Yeah, yeah I, I, like I like the second. second I, like I like the lot. second yeah, the one too. The first two are good. Uh, yeah, and yeah, then, from it, there there, it goes, then it just no. kind of. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, you know what? I've never even seen the fourth one all the way through. Oh, no, you're not missing. With, I know. I heard that. I've with, heard, with Nuclear Man or whatever nuclear. Yeah. yeah, but I didn't have a problem with the idea of a nuclear man. I just, from parent, I understand they just didn't bother to show up for special effects or anything, and yeah, story was awful and just all around. I think so. Yeah. The quest for peace. Oh, it was bad. It was bad. That's such a. Is it that unwatchable? Oh, well, I was a kid when I watched it. Did you see it in the theater? Yes. Oh my god. And it was horrible. No, I never saw it you, in the theater. Uh, really? Yeah. What, my, my parents would take me every now and then to go see movies. Um, not very, you know, not often, but that is one we watched all the Supermans except for three. I never saw three. I saw four before I saw three. Oh. Um, but. Uh, Wow. Yeah, it was not good. <laughs> well, what I've seen of it's pretty awful. I, I never saw the uh, Richard Pryor one, three, in, three. in, in theaters. Three. I, no, I, I never yeah, saw I that one in the theater either. I saw that one uh, many years later on cable. Yeah, I saw it on a rental. 
Rental. Yes, yep. that might have been the case too. With first me. time I, I saw. Can't it. really on, remember. On a rented VCR. You know, but it's it's interesting. We started with these iconic characters, Batman, Superman, and now we're down to the. I mean, the obscure characters that are in the, the next Suicide Squad that's coming out. You exactly. Know, Polka Dot Man and whatnot. And, Polka Dot. You know, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Loki. You've got crazy variants of Loki. You know, yeah. from alternate universes. Right. And, um, that the public has been able to tolerate the, that kind of minutiae in the comic book realm is, is sort of interesting. I don't think anybody ever thought we'd get to where we are. Yeah, and I don't think it's deep. and I don't think it's wearing out just yet. No, I don't think so. I mean, there's a lot of people who are crying for it, but I think to get rid of it or be done with it. But I don't think we're quite done with it yet. I don't think we're gonna be done with it. Uh, yeah, well, no, everything I'm, seems to go in cycles. Remember when westerns were huge? Well, I don't. No, think. not really. That's <laughs> my point. Westerns were big for years. I, know, I, know. I mean, look how many westerns the Hollywood put put out. But I'm sorry, Ben. I cut you off. No, Go no, on. that's okay. I, I think that it, you know, the comic book stories. See, we keep calling them comic book stories because they're yeah. based off comic book characters. Yeah. But what difference does it make what media they originated from? It really doesn't. It's well, a we've story. Al- we've always liked to to say where things came well, from, though. I mean, that's right. There's adapted screenplay at the Oscars. Right. It's like, but that, like comic books have a bad perception with a lot of people. Are they used to? They used they to. They still do. But that, but that's my point. Is it doesn't really matter where it's coming from at this point if the stories continue to be good, and they True. do a good job with putting them together, then they're going to do well. But if they, if they piss off their fan base, if they you know, do something bad with stories, then at that point it's going to wane. To your point about Westerns, you know, I, I would argue that while Westerns were very popular, what else did they have to make back then? It was either Westerns or, you know, they did. Well, but I think but I think Westerns were popular in their own. I mean, my God. It, yeah, it, but I mean, I guess, I guess what he's saying is. I, like, I do see your point. As far as you're saying, like, what like other, a, like what other genre of, like right. could they fiction, pick? Sci-fi, I guess. Well, they right. could, but sci- even sci-fi went through, you know, the atomic stuff where <laughs> where everything was turning into, you know, but giant sci- ants. And... But sci-fi back then was <laughs> extremely niche. There wasn't a lot yeah, of that's, that's people true. who were interested. And they've just, they've done such a good job with these movies of drawing everybody Westerns in. Westerns was were an easy way to tell a story in kind of a way that everybody can relate to. Right. Yeah. And it wasn't super expensive. Right. No. You know, yeah. d- dirt I, roads I aren't expensive. Yeah. <laughs> Um, <laughs> trains driving through yeah. <laughs> tumbleweed here and there. That was top-notch set design. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's it's interesting to see where it goes from here. I don't think it's anywhere close to burnout, but no, I but I think what you're going to start seeing is what I'm, I'm noticing with comic books right now because I still continue to collect. And what I've noticed in comic book stores is a lot more people are getting or they're buying other types of stories that are being featured, like uh, no. Uh, what's killing the children? I'm sorry, I'm getting the title wrong. Yeah, I don't. Uh, that's that one. There's another one out that uh, that's they're popular, but they're not necessarily a superhero story. They're more horror related. They're more um, a little more science fan- I mean, it could uh, be fantasy. That, it could be that the super the superhero genre is kind of just being done better. Well, I think in uh, film well, than it is in comics, and right that now. could be. And I think, but what it might, might be interesting to see though is that the big characters are already bought up by a lot of people, like Disney and Warner Brothers, and so now yeah, that's, the other other places are going out and they're looking for other material that had been, you know, right. But I mean, as far as well, like you know, like we always said, like in the '90s, there was a bunch of comics that came out and the market got flooded, and it kind yeah, of, yeah, yeah, and it's ha- that's going to go happen again, I bet. But I think it would take kind of a lot of kind of a lot of balls to to like invent a superhero and then put them in a movie before anybody knows who they are that's right. not really hard that's really hard to do and most of the characters that everybody knows are already owned by like three companies that's right, right. so we don't see a lot of competitors out there right you know, somebody's gonna make some like charleston charlton comics oh, that, yeah carlton yeah well, yeah, and, and Mark, I think your thing about people looking for different things on comic books i am not a big cl- uh collector but my brother is and he is one that he has started looking at other things, not because he is tired or disinterested in the comic books, but he doesn't like that they're changing the characters and changing the stories of the people mm-hmm. in the comic books. You know, I, I, I could, I'm just going by what he told me here, So, and I could be misremembering. You know, Bruce Banner isn't the Hulk anymore. We have a different Hulk. 
um, you know, people they're they're changing the the characters trying to appeal to a different crowd, and I, I don't think that's working out in their uh, in their favor in that media. Well, I, I know that for, you know for years and years Marvel ruled the roost in comics, and now DC does. So yeah, but DC's but, got some issues too. But they too. don't rule the roost because Warner in, Brothers in the is not behind their comics anymore. They've been really drying up a lot of things. Yeah. A lot of comics that were popular in the past have been axed. yeah been been axed and. I wouldn't be surprised if Warner Brothers tries to sell them in a couple of years. Sell off DC, at least. It could be. I don't know what they're going to do with it, but I mean... I mean, they, they certainly, they certainly Di- don't know what to do with it. I was going to say Disney right. might swoop in and grab um, them, too. Right. I guess we'll move on. Okay. But, uh, uh, next, I had... Uh, did you see that uh, uh, Amazon had bought this uh, movie from from theater it was supposed to release in the in the pandemic called the tomorrow war with chris pratt i've i've heard of it i didn't see it it's the most viewed thing ever in the history of of uh amazon amazon um so it's been a big success so they paid 200 million dollars for it so really? they paid paid dearly and so it was originally supposed to be released in theaters yeah, it was a and... it was a pan release it's supposed to come out last summer i believe and okay. uh, it just got whenever it got postponed uh they stepped in and, and bought it Mm-hmm. As as a lot of movies, that's happened to a lot of films sure. that uh, that have come out on streaming this year. But uh, I uh, I watched it. I didn't think a whole heck of a lot about it. I liked it. Um, I I thought it 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 really had to stress its own rules to uh, make it work. I, I didn't um, get that from it. Um, I it wasn't the best movie I've ever watched. The whole concept is I just couldn't buy into because. What happens in the end is what they should have been doing to begin with. You know what I mean? Right. That's that's the better plan than throwing more. They don't even in the end. I mean, it's it's hard to to talk about this without spoiling it. Right. But uh, their their initial plan is to throw modern people from today's world. Right. Take them to the future so they fight these these aliens, and uh, they're losing horribly. I don't know why they want to do more of that. Yeah, um, I think the, I, the what I took away from it was they just hadn't gotten to the point of figuring out where they needed to look yet, you know. So we're they're taking you through the journey of what happened. Anytime you start having time travel, you run yeah. into paradoxes and stuff like that. The movie has to create a lot of reasons why certain things that seem like you know your, certain questions that you might have shouldn't be questions but they kind of just seem kind of arbitrary i just thought it was just kind of a mindless action movie it wasn't the, it wasn't the worst thing i've ever seen i i, I did kind of like the alien design they were cool i mean they definitely sold them as being formidable right and uh so yeah i mean it was kind of forgettable for me but uh it uh it was highly successful yeah so. i i had fun watching it uh, i'll be i'll be honest i was actually surprised at the ending i did not expect the the ending to pan out the way it did um i thought it was going to be more of a uh self-fulfilling prophecy type uh, thing and uh it uh it surprised me Uh, i was all set for it to turn out that way and i was like (sighs) but yeah yeah. i mean was that disappointing no 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 no, i was glad i I I figured i I was glad to see it turn out that way it has a more traditional ending i guess yeah all right anybody else have anything to say not really All right, let's take a quick break, and we'll be back after this. Introducing Cinema Spin, a movie podcast with a random twist. On each episode of Cinema Spin, we review two movies. One new movie that is either in theaters or just released on streaming, as well as a movie selected completely at random by what we call the retro movie machine. We never know what we're going to get. Cinema Spin, new episodes weekly, wherever you listen to podcasts. All right, we're back on Pop Culture Nation for our main topic. And what a main topic it is today. <laughs> Basically, the theme today is like a pop culture therapy session or get things off your chest or maybe even 45 minutes of negativity is what it might end up being. But uh, the goal is to kind of uh, talk about some things that maybe bother us about certain things in pop culture and just have kind of a round table in a free form. It'll be a little more of a you know, free exchange of ideas than maybe some of our topics have been. Maybe it'll work. Maybe it won't. We'll find out. This could be a complete disaster. But if, it, if you do find it to be a disaster, make a comment on one of the social media outlets or uh, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. All right, I guess I'll start with my first kind of 
thing that uh, irritates me in pop culture. Okay. And this um this is a band that uh, I it's been around for a long time. They have a long career, but over time, I've even owned a, a cassette tape of this band before. But over time, they've become a band that I just wanted off the air immediately when they come on, and that's ACDC. Oh, really? I absolutely cannot stand anymore for some reason the singer's voice. Oh. Brian Johnson, the original singer Bon Scott, the, some of the real early stuff doesn't bother me nearly as much, but there's something about that high pitched scream, and you know, there another thing that that I'm not really into is their music tends to be pretty juvenile as well, you know, big balls and all. <laughs> A celebration of big balls. Yeah, right. you know, I'm I'm not really into that either. As as far as I like songs that maybe are a little more serious in tone. There, you know, there's might be about a woman's, you know, hips or something. You know, you know how they're, they're, they are. <laughs> you know, she was a fast machine. You know, all that crap. I'm yeah. just not into that. So yeah, I'm. I've grown to hate ACDC, and it, it didn't. You know, I would have never said that years ago. But uh, you've outgrown them. Maybe, maybe. Well, if you call that, that growing, I don't know. Well, I've, um, but you know, the minute they come on a radio station, gone. Yeah. I don't really have a feeling about that. I, I mean, I, I'll listen to them, but I mean, they're not my favorite group, so um, I'm, I'm not. I'm, I, can, I guess I can understand how you feel. Ben? Yeah, I, I don't. I'm weird when it comes to music. I am. I, definitely I don't. Weird. Uh, well, it's a very personal thing. I mean, yeah, exactly. You know the the words. I obviously hear the words, but it's more the actual music that I'm interested in, as opposed to the the singing. Not to say that there aren't some you know good vocalists and and some vocals that I you know pay close attention to, but uh, they're I like their music. Um, some of it, not a lot. Um, I've never have. Uh, every now and then I'll hear a song from them. Like, oh, I like that song. Uh, but by and large, they've never been my favorite band. But it's not really anything to do with. Some of it I can tolerate till the singer starts, but then it just kind of goes downhill. What song do you hate the most? What's the uh, one that you can't even get a second of it? Shook me all night long has really gotten. Well, they to have me. played that one kind of. It, it's really overdone, and it's um, you know, back in black is a little, It's just that voice all now just kind of gets to me. Hmm. You know, it's it's one of these things where fingernails m- on the chalkboard. Music board, is huh? so personal. I right. mean, different people go to music for different things. Right. I'm more into melody. Some people are more into beats and rhythm. Right. Um, that's why you know, trying. I'm not calling it crap. I'm just saying I don't like it. You know, yeah. it's yeah. and with music, I mean, it's probably one of the hardest things to critique. Right. I think more people would agree that a movie sucks, or maybe they might not agree, but they can see your flaws and say, mm-hmm. yeah, but it just didn't bother me as much as it did you. Right. With music, it's. I mean, I would never want to be a music critic. Some of my biggest arguments with my partner have not have been about movies, but have been about music because <laughs> he has crappy music. I, I hope he doesn't hear this. He has the crappiest music taste. Oh, I'm sure you've never said that. And then he, cl- and then he claims, all you ever listen to is Boston. I don't. That's not true. I like Boston, but I don't listen to them all the time. <laughs> that's the go-to. That's for... his go-to. That's his insult when I come. I come out and call his music crap. Then he comes back and claims that that's all I, I ever mean, listen to is gets music from the. Everybody's 70s. got their musical pet peeves. You know, my wife doesn't like Bob Seger, as mm-hmm. <laughs> as you may have learned the other. I yes, I, I, I heard that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, it, it, it's a personal thing, and uh, I just take a pass on it now when I can. Mm-hmm. Okay. I that's I can understand that. <laughs> we all have our groups we can't stand. So um, the top of my list is uh, social media influencers. Oh, mm. <laughs> yeah! If you put that as your like means of uh, making a living, uh, I uh, you know I I can't begrudge anybody. Or, or just <laughs> what I hate is when somebody's like on like a like a show like The Amazing Race, right? And that's what it says under their name for the whole thing. It's a social, social media, media influencer. influencer. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to begrudge anybody to how they make their money. Oh no! I, but the whole concept is just offensive to me. It just, I just teach a bunch of junior high kids and that's all they talk about. I know. About. No, I oh, get it. Man. I get it. That's I, there's all they talk. There's about. a market for it. I mean, there is a place for that thing, but. I I can't stand it. I can't wrap my mind around how that even became a thing. <laughs> um, and, and maybe that's why I can't stand it. I don't know. But, uh, I mean, my kids, they'll just sit there and watch YouTube yeah. videos. Yeah. The same couple people all day long if yeah. I let them do it. That's true. Um, 
Yeah. I just, you know, watching other people do things. Well, and, and besides that, I mean, some of those like real hardcore influencers are—they're doing nothing more than shilling products, right? You know, I mean, they're—they're—that's where they've gotten to. You know, yeah, there's some where like you know, women just put show you people how to put makeup on, but there's they're to- one in particular—they're totally putting on certain types of makeup and trying to, you know. But see, I have less of a problem with the makeup thing because at least they're showing you how to do something. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it, the man, I don't know. It's just. Are we allowed to say who we one in particular? Ben, is there one in here? You can say whoever you want. Sure. Okay. Do you, is there one in particular that jumps out and says, "I just want to throttle this guy or dude"? Well, or woman, I mean, or whatever. The, the easy one to pick on is Kim Kardashian, but oh, you yeah. know, oh, yeah, they're but uh, there's it's it's all of them. I, every every time I hear a story about a. Uh, a social media influencer doing something dangerous. I'm like, oh, I hope they fall. You know, I just, I just yeah, you know, yeah. Um, or, and they're shocked. When I, I'm sorry, we're trying to, uh, you know, get a free meal or get something for free because they're an influence. It just, oh, it just gets under my skin. Well, it, like I said, at the junior high level, that's all they ever talk about, and then they're actually stunned when you have no idea who they're talking about. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh! I mean, they're absolutely, what's, what's, they're aghast. That's funny. I mean, I, this is not exactly the same well, I category, mean, but it kind of is. Like, like Twitch I guess stream, it's a generation. People thing. streaming on Twitch, it's kind of right. the same thing. Um, yeah, you don't know who Ninja is or, you know, somebody like that. Well, uh, the one apparently that they talk about all the time is, well, the girls talk about all the time, is this Addison Ray? Never oh, heard see, of her. Yeah, I don't know who that is. But, but she apparently is huge. Yeah, I guess if huge, you're Huge, and I don't have any clue what she does, have no interest in finding out. And, you know, I often, I, well, I shouldn't say that. In a way, I do kind of want to know so that I know what the kids are talking about. The thing that I can't stand is judge shows. <laughs> That's judge been done Ju- to I, death. You know, uh, to be quite truthful, when Judge Judy comes on, I leave the room. It's kind of like your situation. I can't, I can't watch that woman. I can't listen to her talk. I don't like the way she treats people. And it's not just her, though. It's all judge programs. And just go and look and see how many there are. Oh, and it doesn't help that my partner hot is a bench. Di- hot bench. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't help that my partner is addicted to all of them. What's funny is I can watch those. I can't. Yeah, I don't have. I mean, I, I don't well, think. Once in a I don't while, think they're but, high art or anything. No, but but <laughs> I, I I'm with you. I don't have a problem with the judges so much. See, I actually like the judges. I like them being mean because those people that go in those things are well, idiots. Sure. Yeah, and if there's ever people that deserve to be, you know, it's humiliated, mean, it's them. <laughs> Judy's the one who's, I think, the meanest. The other ones are, you want to call her mean. I just think she's rude and, and, well, and I mean, arrogant. But there's other judges on those shows that I, and I, it is, you can look at it from, and are very fair and very. They're not going to put up with any nonsense. Of course, there's a couple of them where they just let them continue to scream at each other, the, the plaintiff and the defendant. Right. And it's like, this is good television maybe, but it's not. It's awful. Well, you talk, I mean, you talk about something that's just done to death. Yeah. You I know. mean, how many times can you watch around somebody whose dog bit somebody else and, yeah, or, or you're back into somebody at the what? Walmart? You he know? moved out and he wasn't paying rent anymore. Yeah, it's, yeah. You know, it's just a, yeah. She's suing for back rent and child support. You know, it's like... right. Yeah, I mean, how many times can they make that interesting? I mean, back in the day, I wasn't going to miss my Wapner if I had, <laughs> you know, all the people's court, you know, back in the day. We used to have some interesting stuff, you Yeah, know, stuff that wouldn't be good Jerry TV today. Jerry Springer has a judge show now. I've never seen yeah, it. Don't he does. Want, yeah. He's a judge, I, Jerry. I, have I, you I, seen it? I, well, I didn't know about it. <laughs> I, I saw it on TV, and I was like, holy shit. That is Jerry Springer up there in a judge's robe, and I was like, "Well, that makes sense because I think he does was he a lawyer, still do his he? other old show? Well, no, it ended. It ended finally. Was he a lawyer? I mean, he was mayor, he was mayor of Cincinnati, Cincinnati for yeah. yeah. I don't know, but I don't know if he had, he may have a law background. He might. I don't think it makes much. Jerry difference. Springer is not a judge, nor has he ever been in a position to judge people. <laughs> but <laughs> but we're here but today, in his court. This is what it's come to. In this and then the, then they have the interviewer afterwards who wants oh. to talk to them about how do you that Doug Llewellyn from People's Court? He's still running around out he's there, been around a and long he's time. still and he's the worst thing about that for, show uh, for someone who doesn't like to watch those shows. You <laughs> Sure, do you know an awful lot about and the people I, who I, work at the reason you're, Ben, you got, you're right on the money. <laughs> it's the train you're attached it's, to. It's the it train that I'm, station it's, a lot. Exactly. It's because it's because when I want to sit on the couch, that's what's on the freaking television. And eventually, you have you are so right. I've learned all these stupid 
shows because I'm just I'm sick of it. I'm done of it. But Doug Llewellyn, like like we said, you're on that show and it says social media influencer. Doug Llewellyn's is asker of stupid questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That anyway, uh, that's that's my main one. I had trouble with the rest of them. Go on. All right, mine is uh, this next one is seasonal. <laughs> but, seasonal uh, allergies? No, but you'll notice it when uh, <clears throat> the minute that Halloween is over. That means officially in the world of Madison Avenue commercials, uh, it's the holiday it's season. Christmas already. And what, the, the commercials that just drive me insane are the ones where the couple give each other trucks for Christmas. <laughs> no, I like those. And then those. She, wants, she wants the one, but he didn't give her that one. He gave I love her the, it. Oh. You talk, I love it. You, really? talk about, <laughs> you talk about out-of-touch bullshit. Right, exactly. Family that gives each other $40,000 trucks for Christmas. Yeah. Right. Um, exactly, but yeah, and sometimes, and, and what's bad is when they first come on, it's like football season starting. Yeah, they'll play them sometimes twice in the same commercial break. Sure. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm with you on and that. And this one. one goes out to a friend of ours uh, who's, mm-hmm. who also hates those commercials. If he yeah. hears this, yeah, he'll. It's a shout out to our friend George, who uh, is. Yeah. it's a big pet peeve of his as well. Yeah, yeah. The 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 concept now, is why, dumb. I was gonna say, why do you like them? I I just. I don't know. I do well. I like the truck one, um, but I, I agree that in general, the premise of giving somebody a auto, <laughs> brand new automobile for Christmas is, is a surprise, especially is stupid. <laughs> um, you know, that's. Uh, I, I know I'd be kind of pissed if somebody bought me a car that I had no input on what it is that I was getting, because well, well, you can't take it back. There's one <laughs> where it starts out. The wife gives the husband a watch, and the husband goes out and shows that he's bought trucks for the both of them. You know, fuck you, showing up my watch gift. (laughs) It's a nice watch, (laughs) goddammit. Yeah. Trucks for Christmas. Fuck you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, That's that's where I'm at on that. That's a good one. That's a good one. I agree. (laughs) That's funny. Uh, my turn? Yeah. Um, well, I'll be honest. Um, I, mine deviated away from, you know, the pop culture type stuff. But uh, I'm going to... I got a couple that are borderline. Go out there anyway. Um, the... Uh, oh, my God. I had a bunch of them. And now I don't have any of them. I should have wrote them down. <laughs> I'm like, these will be easy to remember. I don't need to write these down. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. Um, hold on. Social media. I can go again if you. Yeah, want. go again while I, I remember. I've I got, got one. I got a phone call. I got well, distracted. Well, it's not really quite. It's not really quite pop culture, but in a way, you can maybe tie it in, and that is people who have to communicate through text all the time. <laughs> oh. And I don't get me wrong. I don't have any problem with people texting. It's just I know, and this isn't quite pop culture, but my family has my uh, my family have has gotten to the point now where that's their main way of communicating with each other. Over stuff that I don't, it just that's all they, that's all they do, and it's like you could have called me about this particular incident rather than type up a page long letter, not letter, but a page long text. I don't disagree with you on that. I mean, there, there's a time when oh, te- yeah. a text is the perfect sure. thing. You and I exchanged texts the other night. It yeah. was simple and to the point, and and right there. My problem is when it's the primary way that they communicate with each other. Well, there's times when a phone call is way more succinct because you right. have five things you want to deal with in, right. in a short period of time. But, I mean, the thing that I can't do is group texts. Oh, that, yeah, that no, drives me group, crazy, Group too. texts are the worst. I don't understand. Yeah. Well, first of all, I don't like to be – I'm known to not like to be in group texts. So I don't I'm like them, them either. A lot of times the people – I don't see names. I just see phone numbers. And I don't know who the hell is saying what. And I just can't – I'm not a big fan. Um, cause I just lose track of who's saying what, you know, I mean, people are commenting on things that happened four hours ago. It's like, I, I don't know. Yeah. My mom is a giant group texter. We get group texts about everything. <laughs> um, and not only do we get group texts to, you know, whatever, like, you know, me and my brothers and sisters and my dad, but then it might be a group text to me, my brother and sister, my dad, and my nephew. And so I get in like all these group texts from her. And it's really just two people having a conversation that everybody else has to listen to. (laughs) It's a chime on every And and I'm I'm not a fan of being a captive audience. Like, um, 
you know, I play a lot of computer games and stuff, and then we have voice chats and stuff like that. I don't say hardly anything during those. Right. If I have something to say, I'll say it if it's important, but I don't want to listen to, generally speaking, and I don't want to be the person that just talks because I've got 15 other people in a room that have to listen to me because we have to yeah. be there. Because they're talking about whether or not they went to the grocery store. Right. Yeah. Or it might even be game related, but they just can't ever let it go. They just can't shut up. Right. You know, and, yeah. and you know, the, some people are, are worse about it than others and some people I can tolerate better than others. But that's how I feel about group text too, is I don't, I don't care about your conversation. I don't want to hear about it. The couple group texts that I am in, there's one for our D and D group. That one's fine. Because we're all the only thing that gets talked about in there is Dungeons and Dragons or you know silly things that the group would relate to, but we all know who it is and who it's coming from. I, there's times when a certain group text would work great. I mean, like like if 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 your mom is having Thanksgiving and she's got five, you know, she's got the kids, your you kids, and then your families, she wants to give out the send out the same information about when to be there. Sure that's the end of it then you know what i mean it, 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 but then it somehow keeps going on and on and right. on, and on. Well, well if we needed to communicate about something related to the podcast that would be appropriate well, situation right. exactly. for well, a group text matthew and but, i did that the other night but matt and mark wouldn't sit here and have a conversation between the two of them it, it's, through like, group it's text. like it's like if i had him in on the text our text the other night well yeah, for no might, apparent reason well yeah right. but that might have been helpful in the long i'm, I'm no, talking about i still would have just for done example <laughs> right i right exactly i'm just like for example, my, I don't go into great detail, but my mother, well, the worst thing we ever did was teach her how to text. <laughs> and it's like now that's all she ever does. And she texts these long, long things about, guess who came by the house? <laughs> no, I, I, you don't really need to know this. I, if you want to tell me about it, well, then we'll give us something to talk about the next time we get together. But she feels like now that she's learned to text... She's got to let us know about the littlest thing. Well, the neighbor told me this. And, and I'll be in the middle of teaching, and the stupid chime will go off. I wish I, you could set those off, right? Yeah. All right. Well, then I'm going to do that more. Well, I think that's I'm Just a, becoming an old curmudgeon. I think that's a, a symptom of a, a larger thing, which is just social media in general. And yeah. everybody feeling like they have to communicate with everybody. And everybody, you know, I friended you, and therefore you want to hear everything that I have to say. Yeah. The ability to send out every thought in your head to everybody, you know, right. Um, is, is, is a power that, uh, comes with great responsibility, right? Yeah. And people don't, I stole that from somewhere. Yes. Yeah. Where'd that come from? I heard that before. People don't always, uh, show that responsibility on that stuff. It's, uh, yeah. My next one is sort of in that same area. Mm-hmm. Um, and this, this came about a few years ago. It was really rampant. It's not quite as bad now. Now it's more in another... So I'll, I'll just explain it. For a while there, what would bother me is when I, I'm on a news site to try to get a news story, and I want to click on this and read the story, but it makes me want to watch a video where somebody's at a desk telling me about the story. And well, I you just, just want to read the story. I just want to read the story. Yeah. I don't need I want, to... <laughs> I want it in that in the, that traditional format, you know, the, the, the reverse pyramid of journalism where right. the, the most superfluous stuff's on top, if I want to dig, I dig to the bottom of the article. I right. dig as, just as deep as I want, and then I'm gone. But no, right. i got to worry about this thing loading in and watching three ads before it actually comes exactly. on. Exactly, and then yep. it turns out that the ad itself, or the report itself is exactly worded the same. Yeah. And you could have, yeah, oh, I'm sorry. It's just no, no more than, it's no more information than the darn headline told me. Yeah. So that drove me crazy. And kind of the tangent on that, which is going on now, is... Um, guides for games when you want to find out how to do something in a game mm-hmm. you still go to like a walkthrough right but now it wants to link you to a video all the time and sometimes the video is easier i know what you're saying but not all the time yes no i i know um what was i i was playing uh one of the mass effect games the other day and it was three um and I got to a point in uh, the story where I had to travel to this destination. I couldn't find it on my star map. And I, I'm, I'm, I'm just like, where is this thing? So I pulled up a video, and the video showed it briefly. But the person wasn't explaining anything. They were just showing, you know, that there was no audio to it. And it was so frustrating because the part where it showed it went so fast. And it, on the pictures... Uh, when I looked at the stills, it was also not really it, the the thing just blended in with the background like perfectly. Right. Oh, I mean, I was like, I, I watched That's it so many times. Somebody relying too much on the video, and right? Not, yeah. Not, 
but sometimes the videos you, sometimes the video is the perfect thing right but a lot of times it's not and I'd, i think i'd rather just uh have the traditional text and then be able to call a video up when i need to well the other thing they do with those videos is they make them too long um, oh yeah, you yeah. know I just want thirty know, minutes. And oh wow, to five minutes, right? Well, I they'll know. go through an entire level. You know, when you really only need part to know part of a no, level. Is that right. supposed to be like a walkthrough? Yeah, a lot of that's done. Like you got to forgive my gaming. Uh, a lot of that's so. done like with a YouTube video now instead of a being a text. Oh, I see. Right. Okay. All right. And sometimes that's great, but yeah. not all the time. Yeah, right. I, I watched a uh, a video. I was uh, messing around, or I have been messing around uh, sporadically with a game that's still in development called. Uh, star citizen and uh i was looking at a guide for how to uh, to make some money and through mining and stuff i've just been checking out different aspects of it and the guide is like 40 minutes long or something like that and i'm (laughs) like you could have broke that up into like four five or six different smaller chunks and just you know instead of having somebody sit through 40 minutes of you know each step along the way and you can way. do it now you can you can index the bottom you know the world right the, you can index that to show what you're talking about at different times it's been done very well uh, and see i would have a problem with i wouldn't have a problem with that because you can just look at the topic as at each section right and know okay that's not what i want that's not what i want okay that's what i want right but, hmm. but a lot of people don't do that not yet no <laughs> hopefully hopefully it'll be that'll be coming more and more prevalent did you have another one yeah so probably not so much pop culture, um, and, but, you know, definitely something to do with uh, modern society. Um, you know, there are so many different ways to pay for things at registers. We, we can touch <laughs> our phones to things now and uh, have a payment uh, automatically done. It takes just a matter of seconds. But we still have people who write checks. <laughs> Yeah. I got behind somebody with checks the other day, and man, I was just the old generation is never going to change that. Just crawling. I am not a check writer, but I don't know anything about Apple Pay either. I, I still I'll use my debit card. I'll use my debit card. And um, I finally, as far as writing it. a check, I don't write any. You know, I've yeah, uh, not not at a store anymore. No, I mean you can. But you I know can. what you're. Is that what you're talking about, Ben? You're talking yeah, about go, you're store, standing in line and store in, yeah, somebody gets out a, their checkbook and writes a check. And, yes. Yeah. I'm not saying there's not a place for checks. There is because like you try to buy a five thousand dollar mattress on your credit card. Right. They're like, <laughs> nope. Right. No. <laughs> uh, uh, there are. There's a time and a place for writing a check. There is. The grocery line is not it. <laughs> no. The, gr- the groceries. It's probably sadly. I agree with you. I mean, I'm with you too on that. But like, so you're never going to get these people, the older people today. Oh, you're right. Um, you know, of course, I taught my mom. We taught our mom how to text, so she can do that. Then she could probably learn to, that her debit card okay, could I'm do just t- as. Well, she didn't like the idea of that debit card being out there where, where, where those communists can get in there and. <laughs> I'm not Take s- her bank account. And, well, in the end, uh, she might be right. Right. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm not saying we need to get them, you know, paying with their phones or anything like that. That's not what I'm saying. I know. But the debit cards have been around long enough. Yeah, at Walmart, you pay the check. It doesn't matter because they can print it all out on there. Right. It's no big deal. But there are That's places true. where... That's true. That's uh, true. I forgot about that, yeah. Where um, standing or behind somebody, a line of 10 people, and four of them are paying for check. <laughs> <laughs> Five thousand. I was never a huge check for. I'd rather you know I was either cash or right because you know I always was like you know I don't have any money. We take this piece of paper instead. You know I was never a big check writer. So yeah, wow. I yeah that that's something that gets on my nerves too, Ben. <laughs> uh, how about this? I got unless you got one to go. I'm ready. Something that irritates the heck out of me is um, what's happening to regular cable television. Ooh, that's got to be bad. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, first of all, without beating a dead horse, I'm not going to get off on how much I hate streaming. But I will talk about how, what's right, and I hate streaming. But um, right now, certain stations play the same 15 episodes over and over and over again. And give me an example. I know what you're talking One about. One of them is Family Guy. Now, I like Family Guy. I like to have it on in the background just, just to, to veg out, okay? But they show the same 15 episodes Almost every night, over and over. This is a show that's been on for 18 years, and they only have these yeah, 15 have the episodes. 
that yeah. that's got to be what it is. Yeah, they don't. They've only paid for a small chunk, and they will play them over. And, and I mean, and it's not just that show. There's other shows too. But what I'm finding is it's happening amongst all of almost all television now. One of the one of the, it is. You're right. But if you did your research and got a good streaming service, you could probably avoid. There's all no that. such thing e- as a good e- streaming even service. Even Don't get me started, just, Ben. <laughs> even 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 with that though, there's there's some some points that I'll, that I'll make. There, there's some some free free streaming services like Pluto, mm-hmm. which has got commercials like normal TV. They Amazon's get, got commercials Pluto, now. Pluto's got like 90 channels that are completely free. Right. But they do suffer from same that. Like, there's a channel that's just Family Ties. Okay. If, they, you, if you like but Family. But they've only got the first five, five seasons. Episodes. Oh, I see. And when you're showing 24-7 Family Ties, guess what? Every couple days, the same ones right. are on. And if you flip through them, you're like, good God. And it's some people a, like well, the familiarity of seeing favorite episodes yeah. over and over again, but, but it that's just... that's a common that's a very common like um, even on Pluto I like to watch the uh, the some of the old Prices Rights and they only have it's, they call it, they call it the Barker era but they really only have like eighty two eighty three and eighty four I was going like to say because now, he granted, was on a, forever granted that's a lot of episodes yeah right when it's something that was on every day but um, I've not seen duplicates of that but. There is issues where even these channels that are like the Baywatch channel, all the, they do is show Baywatch, Baywatch channel. or 90210, sometimes mm-hmm. they don't have all the seasons, and that's just weird. Yeah, and they I, just... I, uh, I, not too long ago, it seemed like the streaming services had the rights for everything. Um, if you wanted to watch it, you had to subscribe to whatever that service was, and you could watch them all. Uh, but it seems like more in the last year, year and a half, it's broken up, and I, I'm not a fan of that. Mark my words, streaming is going to go to the same way the cable did. You're going to start getting ads on it all the time, just like well, most of them cable. have ads. Well, see, then what the hell are you paying for? I mean, there's some I mean, truth to that. I mean, I'm sorry, I, I, I don't like. I I, I, I can I can d- afford I can afford to get tra- streaming if I want to. I choose not to because I don't believe in it. Well, there, I'm going to die cable? on that cross. You just you need to cable? not consider it being streaming. You just need to figure it, just call it, figure it something else. It's well, just, it's just... Here, here's what I miss. The actual act of channel surfing. I don't miss that at oh, all. Oh, I do. I mean, I, I totally do. do. And how do you not have that now? I'll sit there... I oh, do. I mean, I, but here, I can see what you're saying. Here's the difference. Here's how you don't have it now. Everything is with a grid. And I miss the days where if you wanted to get from channel... 30 to channel 45 you had to you had flip to go, through the other channels to see because what was you'd on end up watching stuff like you might end up watching in uh, 45 minutes on the giant salamander and you'd never turn on the giant salamander show but because it was on and it looked interesting for a second all of a sudden you, you gave it a try you know, see, i get that you with netflix because uh netflix is my least favorite streaming with service. with netflix i'll uh go on one and then it'll start playing the you know start playing it uh, until Maybe you Hulu's until you series. turn it off, you know, until you yeah. turn to the next one. Yeah. I'll spend forty five minutes trying to find something on uh, Netflix just because I'm watching all the uh, all the little things that it starts yeah, they playing. Were probably smart when they did that. Yeah, yeah. I, I do. They still do that where they automatically play the previews on Netflix. Yeah. yeah. Or oh, you, is that what that? Where you hover the, over it, it'll start playing the show, it, right. which is drives me crazy. I, well, I don't know. Grubble, grubble. <laughs> I know. I'm just an old man. I'm going to start paying with checks. That's right. Start paying with checks. <laughs> More checks. <laughs> I'll show you whippersnappers for lack All of right. a better way of putting it. Here's one thing. This is back to the music realm. Okay. Here's what bothers me. <laughs> Bands that are touring with zero original members. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the Kingston Trio tours. The Kingston Trio, they're all dead. Are they really? I think so. Pretty sure. <laughs> of all of all the choices to pick, the Kingston Trio. Well, that's what's well. That's what brought up the, the first time I thought about this idea. That's what brought it up. I, I, he- I heard somebody said the Kingston Trio is playing. I'm like, well, how the hell can those guys either not be dead or decrepit? And I looked it up, and none of they were dead or whatever, or you know, not touring age. You know what right, I mean? Right, right. And it's just like people who are just decided. It's like you know, it's like where there's one we go one. on tours, the Everly Brothers, mm-hmm. and neither of us are named Everly. You know what I mean? Right, it's, right. It's ridiculous. I see what you're saying. But the, you know, there's bands here. Well, and the other night, Sarah's like, I want to go. Uh, I heard that uh, the Village People are playing one of the. Casinos. The only one member left. Wouldn't that be fun? 
there's one person who was one of the original village people and he hasn't always been in the band and then i looked it up there's been 26 different members of the village people to play those like yeah. traditional roles um uh, i'm if i'm gonna go see the village people i want to see the original indian i want to see the original construction you know, it's worker. like it's like just at least like journey but, you know well they, journey's the, the got singer, most they're still, they're still i would there. never go see them live but i don't have a problem with what they do because that guy kind of sounds like steve perry if you're sure. really into journey, they made an effort to try to make it yeah yeah i if I would never go see that personally, but mm-hmm. I don't begrudge it, right? Because most of the people are original, but you know, um, Yes has no original members. They're touring. Blood, Sweat, and Tears has no original original members. They're touring. Thin Lizzy and Quiet Riot both have no original members, and they tour. Really? So, yeah. Hmm. I didn't know Quiet Riot was still around, but yeah. I guess I guess they're well. They're that not. Makes sense. They're right. not. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, when I was like right out of high school, I went to see a band at Mississippi Nights called the Back Doors. They were a Doors. Oh yeah, I remember. A Doors I heard of them. Tribute band. Doors tribute band. They didn't call themselves the Doors. No, they exactly. didn't have the rights to call well, themselves the Doors. Right. You know, I guess if you, how, I understand how this happens, but at some point you you got to think well maybe about, we should it's stop about cashing in on the name it's about and, money you know let's do our own thing but yeah i mean could could paul mccartney have continued to tour as the beatles throughout his life i sure, guess he I probably guess could have. have yeah sure unless they all four had the rights equally somehow um i don't know but uh he could have i mean granted money was never an issue for for paul probably yeah no he and he had he enough of his own stuff to do it right but i mean pretty much if he wanted to right any all the rest of the, all paul's albums could have been released as beatles albums if he really wanted to probably. sure he could have kept they could have kept going yeah if he wanted to keep the or even yeah. if it was just him or if rango wanted to do his yeah own. Or, yeah. yeah exactly or, yeah. at least they had the the common <laughs> decency to, to, to let it go let it go yeah <laughs> yeah Right. I, I, was, I saw that I, just recently. The, the not that I never want to see him ever again, but the, the Beach Boys. Yeah, the only like they're split into three different groups now. Yeah, two of them are two of them are in one group, <laughs> calling themselves the Beach Boys, and the other group is called the Sounds of the Beach Boys. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's crazy. like you know, you're, you're that much of a Beach Boys fan, you can't let them go. You just put on the you know whatever. Yeah, it's 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 an interesting. What's too much? You know, yeah. it's, it's um, you know, Journey. I wouldn't begrudge. It, Sticks, you know, no, Dynasty stick, Young's not in not no, now, but Tommy anymore. Shaw and uh, what's his name? I can't think of his name now. Anyway, one of the, some of the original members are still. Oh in yeah, Sticks. definitely, definitely. It just it's just at what point is does it become ridiculous? Right, exactly. The no. point when zero members are in it is, <laughs> right. is beyond <laughs> that point. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, I I would agree with that. Yeah. I don't I don't have any more. Mine aren't. I kind of misjudged well, this here. topic. Nah, um, doing good. The only thing that I, I the thing that I done this is kind of pop culture related, and that is as a guy who continues to collect comic books, I'm sick to death of variant covers on comics. Oh, that's been going on a long time. Uh, well, it, well, it goes back to the '90s, and it was a failure back then, and it's still going on today. And the, you know, and the sad thing is, I fall my, find myself falling into that trap. Not that I want to buy every issue with a different cover, but there are some covers that are nicer than others. Yeah. And, and but I mean, do you settle for the one you like the most, or you buy both? I just buy the one that I like, well, unless there's something that. Uh, don't get me wrong, I have bought multiple issues of a comic because I really, really yeah, like the cover. But having said that, it's just like um, it's a mad grab to get in there, and it's it's like it's like it's crazy. By some of them are very subtle books. too. Oh yeah. Get Dungeons and Dragons source books. They do that too, and they do they do that out. now. Do they, they change the books around, or, they, or are they just essentially the same thing, or what? They're the same thing, just the covers different. So you just pick the one that has the cover that you want, and usually the uh, the variant ones are, are well, are cooler. But the thing with comics is because some are worth supposedly worth more than others because this They're particular artist the did it, time. or I they mean, the same amount of numbers, or, they, or there's a specific artist, like, or they're like right. when a comic gets, when they send out like say fifty books to to a comic store, some of them might be one of every ten. Right. Some of them might be one of every. And then 30. the comic store will mark them up. Yeah. Even though the price on it still says it's four ninety nine, they're still going to mark yeah. it up twenty somebody. It's supposed to be luck of the draw, but that's right. not what they do. No, of course not. And and they know that too. And I don't blame the comic store. They buy I, extra so they don't have to give them. I, I really don't blame the blame the. Comics. No, I mean it's a tough business. Just, so any, anything it, you can do to. To still drum Make up interest more money. in that, I mean, I, I don't. Well, it's funny that though that most of the, most of the the variant covers 
get hot, but then they just die off. They, and nobody yeah, cares exactly. Anymore. It's it's it, and it was kind of like that in the '90s. You, you know, the thing is, I know they're trying to drum up more interest and in trying, but they're not doing that because I can tell you from a guy who teaches junior high kids, junior high kids have no interest in comic books. None. No, I I totally None. agree. The we, people who collect them are within, I would say. 30 to my age. Yeah, you see a few younger people every, every sure, once in a while. Sure, sure. Somebody who's sat at a lot of comic shows, it's not for kids. It's not a kid's thing. No, because kids don't care about that kind of stuff anymore. No my, no, my brother is big into comics, and he'll take the kids to go buy comics, but they don't, you know, they'll go with him to buy comics. But will they? That's they good. will, but they don't, they don't ask outside of that window if they I can see. get comic books. Um, uh, yeah, I don't. I don't really know what's going on there. I don't know why. I don't know if it's just a. Well, it I can requires sit and read them to sit book. down and read. Or, yeah, well, they don't like that either. My brother, no. my brother, my my son reads like crazy. Well, good for him. That's good. Um, but he and he he'll read the comic books. I think the problem for him is that the comic books are too short, hmm. um, and that he'll you know he can he can go ahead and uh, hmm. go sit and watch a video. What I've noticed as an educator is that more more books are turning into graphic novels, history books, history stories are turning into because that might be a way of enticing kids to read, and they don't even like reading those. No, if 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 you if my son, if you took away video games and you said, well, why don't you read a book or just stare at a wall, he would stare at a wall longer than I would be willing to let him stare at a wall. Yeah, I guarantee you. Yeah, that's true. Now, I shouldn't say that there aren't kids out there that no, love absolutely. to read. There's, there's always going to be. You've got some, but I've but there's general some kids rule, that just, don't, they don't like them much. They love to read, and they'll read about anything. But if they're going to read, they there's, don't read. There's a fundamental problem with how we teach kids how to read in this country. I don't know. I, I, don't I mean, know. I don't read. I, I don't know. I don't, I don't, you know, the funny thing is, with the exception, I, li- I like to know. I read, but I only read what I want to read. I, read the, I don't read for leisure. I read the news, you know, and I like to you know, exactly. read. Exactly. And I'll tons read the history. As a history teacher, I'll read historical articles and stuff like that. Yeah, I, but I, to I, sit down on the couch and pick up a book, I used to love to read like Stephen King and stuff like that. I probably that. haven't read a book in 20 I, years. I don't, I don't have the, I don't. I guess yeah. it's because I'm just as bad as the kids are. I don't well, have the attention span to I sit think, there I think anymore. a lot of it is, is the same thing. You know, you get used to um, pulling things in at a certain pace, and, and, and a book is tedious. See, yeah. I, I yeah. like to read, um, and Good. I don't read very often, not for the reasons you guys are talking about, but because if I start reading, it's all I'll do. Until well, good I'm done. for you. And I wish if, I had that. And I could do that. If there is a multiple book set, then I will just keep on going, and I will do that to the exclusion of just about everything else. <laughs> until you must I, find it well, relaxing. Good, though. I was going to say, mean, good it for must, you. It must be. Uh, I think it's more. Not many people like that it anymore. It could be. I don't know that it's necessarily relaxing. Um, I enjoy it, um, but it's getting to the end of the story just to know what happened. I, I've always really had to be into the topic to read a book. Well, see if anything. From my own perspective, is is I I I I don't think it's because it's not taught. Well, I think it's because the interest level just isn't there anymore for a lot of kids. I mean, we t- teach reading, but the thing is, we don't teach our love of reading. Well, I think I think and I don't know if that's something, kids, and I don't know if that's something that can be it's taught. Difficult. I, I think if you're relying on the school to teach that. You you've probably already missed the boat. Well, yeah, at but that see, point. Th- there you go. Probably because a it's fair gonna, point. It's gonna come. It's gonna come come from family. I think that re- requiring kids it. to read twenty five minutes or thirty minutes a night doesn't do anything but make make it be especially a, if they're kids who don't like particularly right. like to read. But I mean, I mean, it's still kind of a thing where we we require wire kids to read, and I think a lot of times it has a harmful effect because you know I remember being told one time too that requiring kids to write all the time makes them hate writing. Um, now they don't. They don't, yeah, I don't know. know exactly. I don't know how to fix that. I really don't. I, I'm, you know, I try to as a t- history teacher. My primary goal, I think, is to teach it an appreciation and a and an, uh, of history. It's to me. I'm not worried so much about research skills, which is what everybody is pushing. Not yeah. That, that, not that that's anything wrong. So with they can that. research some. You know, research skills are valuable. Well, sure it is. But the thing, I mean, it, that's true. But. But you know, it doesn't teach an appreciation of history, and if you don't are not interested your in the idea topic of research matter, is to go to Facebook and pull up the first there article you go. that comes and, and, up. And exactly, exactly. <laughs> you know, because it. most people don't have that interest level anymore. All right. Well, <laughs> so you're out now. I've got a couple more. Yeah, I'm done. They're probably less, uh, you know, less of a big to do. Let's see here. I don't know. I'm still kind of output by all the whole ACDC thing. She's got me in a tizzy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm sort of. Uh, 
I've never been able to get on board with Disney remaking all these animated classics. I'm with you on that one. Animated movies. I, and it's not that they're not. I mean, it's money making. I'm, I'm totally. They could totally be good and worth watching. Right. I just don't understand the why of it. It's money. It's money. I know, but it's back to well, Disney. Okay. Disney doesn't. Uh, is it cheaper on, to remake the, the, thing, the Lion that, King than the, it is to come up with something sad, new? That, and that's the sad thing about Disney because I, at one point Disney would not. There was a period of time I can where Disney this would not. Okay, Disney would not make cheap sequels that would go immediately to or video. If they did, they'd be they were proud of what they oh, had, and they, before that even exactly. Yeah. And now it's just they. I don't think they have any pride in their work anymore. I really don't. I don't think that's true. Oh, I think so. I think it's all money. So, so much of creative things in today's world are dictated by boards and 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 business as opposed to creative people. Ben, that's, you had a point. Sure. Um, so we had a on an earlier episode we talked about animation and stuff like that and how I think I remember that. there is a lot of people who will not watch something simply because it is a cartoon. And, and I, I've I've come to realize that I am I'm in that camp, mm. but I don't know why, because I don't have anything against it. But the point is, these are we are talking about remaking old animated films into live action, so uh, I'm I gotta assume that they're thinking that fans will want to watch it because they're fans, and they're also going to get new people who wouldn't go watch an animated show. To begin with, it's Maybe, sad. It seems like children have always gone to see animated things, but well, only, be, but not anymore. I guess you're right. I mean, let's face it. I mean, the, the mostly again, though. Back and, to back to counter that, it'd be why not just create something new? Well, sure. I mean, it's because it's easy. It's it's not. You know, it's like Gus Van Zandt's remake of Psycho. Why? Yeah, exactly. Well, it's a, it's a money even, thing. It, you know, it's it the the story's there. They have they don't have to put any time into developing the story. There's there's you know obviously a a script that probably needs to be adjusted, but for the most part, it's minimal back end work, and it's just get into production and do it. The, the all that behind the scenes stuff. So, is, but look at the Lion King, the animated version versus the version that was real. The special effects were spectacular. It's essentially the same story down to almost the and it's like. Why bother? Just, yeah, if you're just, not going to bring anything new to the project. Just as a, a creative person, it's just like as a creative endeavor that kind of bothers me. That's where it bothers me. Yeah. I, I, it doesn't bother me. I, mean, I understand that, that obviously the money is, is definitely there. Because it's going to, they're going to just, and they did well. You know, it's like. They do well. You're taking films that are considered classics and remaking them. And it just seems like an unnecessary thing. I but, agree. I, don't I mean, know. I could have lived without them, but I've enjoyed a lot of the ones I've watched. But I haven't watched all of them. You either. have a favorite? Um, I of actually, the remakes. I actually really like the Aladdin one. Um, Did you? Uh, and Aladdin is the animated one is you know sacred to me. Right. But uh, I, I was very leery about watching that one, mm-hmm. and I was actually pretty happy when I walked mm-hmm. out. Interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. The only other thing I had is that. Uh, that kind of gets me down is uh, the fact that uh, because video games have gotten so expensive to produce and create that a lot of almost everything that's in the pipeline is a remake now. The they're going to remake it, you know, better graphics, but a new version of of well, know, that's how they do everything. The, the Resident Evil. You're right. You're right. Well, is that so? Is, is that different than what we're talking about with the movies, or is it the same? Well, I think that is probably more to do with. Um, built-in fan base. The Got a fan, built-in fan yeah, base. It's the built-in fan base, but also there are because they're so expensive. If they're not a success, I mean, the studio's ruined. I was, you know, we're in the process of packing up and moving and stuff like that, and uh, I, I, I keep all of my old systems and all my old games. I don't really trade anything in, and I found my old PlayStation stuff. And I was like, oh, I'll hook that up for the kids. And then I'm looking at the uh, the price tags on the PlayStation 1 games. $19. $15. You know, the, it, you, you could afford to make a game. And if you're only selling it for 15 bucks, people will pick it up just, just for the what the hell of it. Yeah, it's, it's more about what they cost to make. Because, uh, well, why you know, the, the, the money? The, 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 if you look at, like... Uh, 
like the Sega Genesis era, right. there were games that were ninety dollars, seventy dollars, you know, because cartridge games were so expensive to, to just make. Right. Well, but that's what I'm saying though is, if they're not super expensive, you can sell them for a lower price, and people will pick them up just for w- what the hell of it. Right. Right. But right, right. if you're gonna put a sixty dollars, seventy dollars price tag on it, people, that's you know, they expect a lot, especially a lot of the people who are playing video games. The younger people, that's you know, a significant chunk of their paycheck for a week or a month. And, uh, I mean, it's like the upside is really high, but the downside right. is really high as well. You're right. right. Well, maybe it's like it's the built-in fan base too. If you want, they're not they're not going to want to uh, sink the money in on a project that they don't really have. They know that they're not going to get an immediate return on. Yeah. I mean, they know that they've got that built-in group. You know, there. like in the in the PlayStation Two, Xbox, GameCube era, there was literally something coming out like almost every couple weeks right. that was like interesting. But you know it's it, and now it's six months between games that are interesting. But or, I do put some a year right. Yeah, I do. I, I agree. I do put some of that on the fan base though, because if something you know, if they have to sacrifice graphics in some way, it's going to get annihilated by the social media influencers, That's and then true. nobody's going to buy it. That's true. Even if it's a fantastic story and it plays awesome. Oh, it doesn't look great, or you know, whatever the case may be. Society and, loves to build things up, but they love to tear it down. Right, too. it's true. Right. So I, some of my favorite games were Atari Twenty Six Hundreds. That's uh, how. That's how. Uh, most of those are indefensible, but there are some good ones. <laughs> there that are hold some up. good ones. Yars there. Revenge, Kool Aid Man. Yeah, cool. Yars Revenge, Kool Aid Man, Barnstormer, <laughs> Chicken. <laughs> That's a, the poor man's Frogger is chicken. Yeah, right? chicken. I mean, Activision. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. funny. Yeah, yeah. some good ones in there. But, uh, yeah, that's going to do it for today's episode. Uh, we'll uh, come back with something else next week, probably uh, 1987, I would 1987. think. 1987. So we're, we're due for one of those again. So goodbye for now. We'll see you next week. See you, everybody. Bye.